0: This is on tap with bill clark what is on tap i've had some of the best conversations over a pint of ale a glass of pilsner or a bottle of brew conversations over a beer will include sports family work hobbies and the weather but we won't stop there we'll dive into what inspires us and what drives us as humans i'll invite some of my friends coworkers, mentors and community leaders to share some of their wisdom advice and of course, some of their favorite beverages. We pray our conversation blesses you and helps you find joy in this journey of life. Cheers. Welcome to On Tap with your host, Bill Clark. Welcome to On Tap. This is Bill Clark, and today I have, is it going to be Lieutenant uh, Jeff Eubanks from Florida? To Fort Myers? You guys are in Fort Myers? Uh,
1: Fort Myers, Cape Coral. Yep.
0: So he's sitting on his deck where he says it's a little cool outside this <laughs> evening. So Jeff just moved from Des Moines area down to Fort Myers, Cape Coral area. He is pursuing a degree in... Um, seminary studies, to be a pastor, to be a chaplain in the military. Uh, Jeff was in the Navy, or no, you were not in the Navy, you were in the Marine Corps. That is correct, yes. No white uniforms. Yeah, but now you're in the Navy because the Marine Corps does not have chaplains, but my understanding is you work in the Marine Corps because they use Navy chaplains. That's correct. So I've told a little bit about you, but Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you want to share with guys that are listening
1: or ladies? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, we did. We just moved down here uh, at the end of September. Um, I am pursuing my MDiv to go be a chaplain in the Navy. Um, I was just commissioned Thursday. Congratulations. Yes, so. I won't be doing anything with the Navy until next May. I'll have to go to Officer Development School. I'm sure I have a lot of developing needs to be done. But, as I'm sure you know. Uh, yeah. So I've got a year and a half of seminary. But, uh, so I will be at this uh, New Hope Church for the next year and a half or so. As a pastoral intern,
0: kind of like a vicarage—is that they call it a vicarage or not?
1: Uh, you know, I don't really know for sure.
0: No. All right, we'll go into.
1: I would say it's the, the same thing. You're, be,
0: you're being a Timothy.
1: Yes. Exactly. Okay, well, you're nice. probably just going to get coffee. So.
0: Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> There'll be a weekend where they don't want to preach, and you'll get put up on front <laughs> on short notice. Yeah. So tell us about your family.
1: So, uh, yeah, Lori and I and two youngest boys moved down here. Lucas is 11. Mike is eight. Two older boys are still in Iowa. Caleb's 18 doing the electrician apprentice. For him. Nate is 22, 23, uh, not sure. Bartending, I think, still. Although yeah. COVID has definitely put a hamper on his bartending.
0: Yeah, I would, I would imagine it has. So how long did you guys live in Des Moines, or how long were you in the Des Moines area?
1: Uh, i I've been there for 15 years, so I had moved to Ames from Washington State. Um, but we had, Lori yeah, Laurie had been there for many years. So how did you get from
0: Washington? Because I know you're originally from Washington State. Go, yeah. go Washington State Cougars, right? That's right. Yeah. They're, they're
1: three-game season. So.
0: Yeah. How would you get from Washington State to Ames, Iowa?
1: Uh, so I was in Seattle, and I was working for GE Capital at the time. And a position opened up in Des Moines. And I had never been to Iowa. Uh, I didn't know anyone in Iowa, but the traffic in Seattle was so bad, I was ready to go anywhere. And so I, <laughs> I took the job in Des Moines, uh, but I ended up moving. I lived in Ames for about three years before moving down to Des Moines. Well, let's see, Lori and I have been married for... 12 years, I think. You met Lorraine Ames? So, yeah. <clears throat> I met her, and uh, she was in Urbandale at the time. So you were uh,
0: previously in Marine Corps. How many years did you put in the Marine Corps the first time?
1: Uh, so I spent five years in the Marine Corps. I had planned on staying in and re-enlisting. I had, they sent me to Okinawa in the last year, and uh, I was—I went to Tokyo to tour the U- U.S. embassy because I was going to do uh, embassy duty. And then some unfortunate events took place in Okinawa, changed my mind. And just decided to get out of military. So. Mm-hmm. so.
0: Studies going good. Are you just studying? Or are you working? Or is your internship as part of your work? I assume, and then you're doing so, studies.
1: Yes, that's that's what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, you know the studies are time consuming. I'm not at a real prestigious seminar. Some you know, well a background there. That we,
0: I <laughs> we did could see. I did see that. Uh, yeah, but we won't go there. You Know, I think seminary studies is because um, I didn't get enough of it, as you know, so I'm going back and getting another two year degree. Mm -hmm. So, so I'll have the equivalent of an MDiv, and I'm um, back in class
1: and written two 10 page papers again. Just but I mean, it's it's it prepares you. I mean,
0: I'm not gonna, I mean, being in ministry before, it'll prepare you because like when I was down there taking Greek this summer. You know, some of the guys are, like, pulling their hair out. I'm like, oh, this would be, like, an easy day when you get into church sometimes and you start dealing mess with those lives, you know? You're wishing you are in Greek class trying to understand how to parse verbs. Yes,
1: exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I kind of coast through the first part, and then the last two weeks, you know, this. So I've got three 15-page papers due here in the ne- next week from Friday started writing one today yeah i had to write a 10 page
0: paper on paul i'm taking pauline epistles right now so okay 13 books the 13 epistles of paul and then we had to write a uh report on this book by this guy from germany that's been translated into english and his perspective on paul and
1: is it's, that like the new perspective
0: on Paul's stuff? No, not really. I mean, no. he's, he's kind of old school, but it, it gets into the argument about Paul. and I mean, honestly, I didn't know there was such a uh, disagreement and a big upheaval about Paul and all this stuff until you start. I'm like, I just took it for granted that it is part it's part of the Bible, and that's what we believe. I mean, and people start, like, tearing stuff apart in this book, and I'm like, wow.
1: These people. Yeah. Yeah, until I started seminary, I had no idea there was such controversy. So some of the things that I just read, and I guess
0: I mean, he's you look at it as you think about it, he's he's pretty much an, he's an easy target because he wasn't he never directly did ministry with Jesus, right? I mean, we know that he was with Luke, and some of the things that he wrote and published are some of the social issues that today in our society are very you know you're either on one side or the other you know what's marriage and what's you know what's a sin and all that kind of stuff and so start thinking about that way and it's like yeah people will attack him to see you know so i get it and we need to learn Mm -hmm. it but man if everybody gets that deep in their faith and starts questioning that stuff like i've been reading i'm like and it's it's deep i'm diving thick
1: I'm not a real intellectual guy. Sometimes yeah. it makes my
0: There's that. There's the book right there.
1: <laughs> Look at that baby. It's a nice one.
0: Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's uh, 922 pages just on Paul. And how long do you have to read that book? Oh, we didn't read it all. Thank goodness. Oh, we, I mean, we only had to, we only mm. had to read, um, take a section. So there's different sections. So I just, I didn't mind on the history. Like historical, you know, stuff on okay. Paul, which I like history, which is I do too, a bit, yeah. a bit easier. So. Yeah.
1: Issues I've had so like reading Old Testament commentaries, so <laughs> you know, it takes all the focus I have sometimes just to read through this, the book, and then the commentaries, you know, are three hundred pages. Yeah, I
0: think with commentaries, you got to find one. Do you have logos?
1: I I don't.
0: At some point, you need to spend the money and get it because it's got commentary. You can buy different commentaries, and you can find a commentary you like. Oh. Um, because there's some I, that, there's some that are so thick and deep, you're just like, oh,
1: that's well, and, you know, I have to read the one that they assigned to so. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it takes something like so. I'm this week, you know. I, I was reading Obadiah, which is a chapter, right? Baby? Yeah. Yeah, you know, but the commentary is 100 pages. I, yeah. Who, who writes 100 pages? Well, I know, like, these people.
0: I had a professor at our seminary that did the commentary on Matthew. It took him 20 years to do the commentary <laughs> on Matthew. 20 years. That's. Yes. he said he could have spent longer, but he was under pressure to get it published. <laughs>
1: So he started when you know book publishing was was the thing, and now it's it's all digital. Not, yeah, so exactly. Uh,
0: well, I see you you tipping back a glass there. I know you're not you're not a <laughs> beer guy, but what are you what do you what are you drinking this evening?
1: Um, well, I do I do love beer, but uh, I'm drinking Basil Hayden's bourbon. Tonight.
0: That is, that is a very
1: very fine bourbon. I, First I, price, I it, price point. For,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: for the price. I have no idea if it's a good bourbon. I like it, so let's
0: Well, according to my, uh, I, I'm not above uh, uh, you know scratching other people's backs, and I had a very good <laughs> Greek professor, so I did give him a bottle of Basil Hayden's, and he went out of his way to tell me that was one of the best bottles of bourbon he's ever had, and okay. he drinks a lot of
1: bourbon, apparently. That's that's good. Yeah, it's yeah. it is affordable, and that's what I like. Yeah, and I. I got these new uh, ice sphere molds, so I can put a sphere of ice, nice. so I feel that.
0: Well, I am uh, not drinking a beer tonight. Uh, I haven't really said too much about anything, but I'm just... Uh, this is day 10 of Mr. COVID or Mrs. COVID, and I had it pretty good, so did lose my taste and smell, uh, but so I'm drinking... Bigelow tea with a shot of Jack Daniels in it just to help my throat, you know, keep it clear. So, But I can't taste a thing. I put cinnamon, the uh, Jack Daniels fire, put my nose in it, I can't smell a thing. Oh. Yeah. No taste, no nothing. And that didn't happen till like day six, maybe? Most people said they lose it right away, but yeah. So tomorrow I get to fly the coop and I can't wait to get out of here. i yeah. 10
1: days in the house. Yeah, that's uh, that's rough. It's just the crud. It is what it is. Yep. All
0: right. So one of the questions we always ask people, <clears throat> and uh, I, I, I gave you the I gave you the question. So you did. I did. Uh, name three people you'd like to have well a whiskey with, and and my rule <laughs> is they have they have to be a whiskey or a beer. Yes. <clears throat> and the rule is they have to be living. And yes, and, our, and I've excluded Jesus. They have to be living and on the earth, in the flesh.
1: Well, I uh, I did. Uh, I, I always have these people, and they're kind of obscure. I you know I don't I don't really know too many famous people these days. Life is consumed with seminary children, <laughs> uh, but. So, I do have three people. Uh, Thomas Sowell would be one of them, who is uh, an economist. That's exciting. Is, is it S O L E S O U L? S O W E L L. Okay, Thomas Sowell, all right. That's, an economist. So, it has to be him, because the other economist died last week. So that's... <laughs> So, obviously, that's not going to work out. Uh, and then uh, yeah. the next one would be Dan John, who's a kind of a weightlifting guy and also a religious studies teacher. Really? Yes. Uh, and then the third one is David Wood, uh, which I don't, you may be familiar with him, he's an apologist. David Morgan. Uh, David Wood.
0: David Wood, okay. No, so i have he, to look him up because my, fav- my favorite apologist passed away in January, Rabbi Zacharias. Yes,
1: uh, I, he was one of my favorites as well. Yeah. So this, uh, yeah, no, uh, David Wood uh, was, uh, so you know Nabil Koreshi. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah. David Wood was kind of his counterpart. Um, uh, I'm not one for listening to people's testimonies, typically. I, I, I'm just not interested in it, but uh, this guy had one on YouTube. It was like 30 minutes, and I've watched it probably three or four times. So He, sure. he went from uh, attempting to murder his father to prison, and, uh, left prison, went to school, and uh, he became now he's a Christian Paul he has a PhD in philosophy and like I say he was kind of worked with Nabil Qureshi uh, before hmm. he passed away so, well, uh, if I'm... you do have the chance to watch that it's on Facebook or on YouTube uh, pretty interesting you just, no, uh, I'll, I'll, look I'll look it up, up. for sure <clears throat>
0: I'm all choked up I'll look it up for sure so I haven't done this for a while. So my three, I think last time that, that, that I'd, I'd want to have a beer with. Um, first one is Bono from U2. Um, yeah. And so when this whole COVID thing's over and concerts are back in, I'll probably spend way too much money on concerts hopefully next year. Uh, yeah. just, would it would be nice um, to
1: see live music again. Yeah.
0: I, uh, I've, I've liked them since, well, Joshua Tree came out when I was in high school. So enough said there. But I also love Van Halen. You know, that was two of my favorite bands, which they're kind of, kind of, you know, one's big hair, heavy metal. The other one's more pop, you know. Yeah, yeah. My second one was uh, um, uh, The Rock, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. because he's just like, you know, work, pull you up by your bootstraps. He's funny. He's kind of a self-made guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, very famous. And who was my third one that I had put down for a while? I, I think I had, I think I had Will Ferrell. But um, I just watched, I just watched Elf last night, and I mean, we we just, you know, you just need some humor in there, you know.
1: Yeah. So, I, yeah, so part of the problem is I've, I've been kind of out of touch with things for the last years. So all the people that I would like to drink a whiskey with are dying or are all dead. Uh, so it makes it. And not all
0: we're, of them were old. Yeah, no, I hear you. So, so you don't have your garage anymore. Are you still able to work out? You just like get all your stuff out in the patio. I, you throw. Oh, no, we, well, throw we have around? a garage.
1: We have a garage. Oh, do you? Yes. So I am still, still working out in the garage. I do work out here back in the pool area, but no, no, I'm still working out. It's oh, my I know, stress I know. relief. <laughs> It, it is a good stress relief. I know
0: what I need to tell you. So the people that bought your house yes. have, have a pink Camaro. Do you know
1: this? I do not know that. I have not. I've, <laughs> I wanted to ask some people about if they've driven by the house or if they have seen anything. Well,
0: I have several times because we're on the bus route and okay, you know, yeah. going to Valerius. And I'm like, I wonder
1: if Jeff knows that there's a
0: pink Camaro at his house.
1: I did not know that. Yeah. I, in fact, I I don't even know the people that bought the house. So.
0: Yeah, it's, it's 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 not a bright pink. It's kind of a Tums pink. You know that Tums?
1: Yeah. I guess it was... Uh, must have got a good deal on it. All
0: I have to think course, to myself uh, is that's that's not a car that, that Jeff would drive.
1: Is no. <laughs> that like the new Mary Kay Cadillac, the Camaro now?
0: I don't know. I just wanted to make sure I told you that yeah. there's...
1: A- pink Camaro at your old house. I do miss the black crown, Victoria. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so our last question that we
0: we ask um, is this. So, you know, people always, I mean, especially this year with, with joy, um, a lot of people can't wait for 2020 to be over, and I, I actually did a sermon a couple of weeks ago, and I said, I haven't read anywhere that said twenty one is going to be any better.
1: Right.
0: You know, it's a so little better.
1: arrogant to think that twenty one is going to be better.
0: It's yeah, t- twenty one could be a lot worse. I mean, it really yeah, it could. Is. Yeah, especially if it starts affecting you, you know, personally, mm-hmm. like in your yeah. pocketbook. We'll see how things happen. Right. But um, we talk about joy a lot. What gives you joy? And people point to a lot of cool. things. And so, for you, I mean, you you got a lot of changes, a lot of things going on in your life, and.
1: So what gives you joy in the journey of life? Uh, so I have looked for joy in a lot of different places. Um, I would say now uh, I I find my joy just in uh, going to worship services and I do enjoy, I find joy in my school. Sometimes it's a little over my head, but I do find joy in it. But I used to think, how can these people go to church? You know, it's so boring. <laughs> you know, I used to see people go multiple times a week. I And I, now I, you know, just I see it. I find joy just going to worship services, and taking the family. That's what we do. Are you singing? Are you singing now, you have I, I am singing. I, I, oh. I even sing now. Wow! <laughs> so yeah, the, if, you you
0: know, you, if you don't know Jeff Eubanks, he's he, he's talked more in the last half hour than he <laughs> normally
1: talks. You know,
0: but he's going to be a pastor, so
1: I, that's uh, you're going to have like, to talk. I talked so <laughs> uh, this morning. I met with the uh, director that does the traditional services at this church and uh, so I'll be doing some of that. And he said, you know, I'll give you an outline, you know, some of the things to say. And you can add a few things, just don't make them, you know, don't add too much length. And I said, well, I yeah, don't think you have to worry about me adding too much length to the service. So, you never know, you might get go with spirit, start speaking in tongues. You, you know, never know. <laughs> so those two sermons I did before I left I one was 12 minutes, and one I stretched out to 14 minutes.
0: Yeah, last time I preached at one of the churches here in town, after the service, I like, my wife goes,
1: do
0: you know how long you preached? And I was like, no, I'm 20, 25 minutes. She's like, 32. And I was like, really? I said, but there was a video in there. And she goes, yeah, that was without the video. And I'm like, whoa. I didn't realize it was that long. It didn't feel that long. <laughs>
1: 32 minutes that's that's pretty standard but whether
0: it's 12 or 32 minutes it doesn't I mean say what God puts on your heart don't need to add another word to it you
1: know sometimes they get they get a little lengthy I think I I mean you know I kind of enjoy listening to sermons now I even actually listen to a few other sermons Um, but occasionally they they do cause me to lose my focus well, I will, uh,
0: I'll confess that, and I give credit always when I do this, but if I start getting stuck on a sermon or whatever, I'll just put in, like, whatever the text is, like Matthew 28, and then, like, Francis Chan, I'll put it you YouTube and hit it. and it's like, oh, and you start listening, and it starts giving you some ideas or kind of paths to go down, and as long as you give credit, it's fine.
1: I mean, uh, the, the one thing I should probably develop, uh, I think half of one of my sermons was C.S. Lewis quotes, so... Probably should uh, get a little of my own material. I no, guess
0: you can't know. go wrong with C.S. Lewis unless you're I, like, like I agree. You start screw, uh, quoting Screw Tape, and you know, then, you, then oh, you're in trouble. That's true. I actually started reading Screw Tape letters, and I stopped because it started messing with my head so much. That that book is that book is it's, freaky.
1: It's, yeah, it is. It, it, there is a few parts in it that definitely helped me out in my marriage. <laughs> uh, really yeah that's good to know yes
0: well thanks Jeff thanks for uh, spending yeah. a few times a few moments well, of your
1: thank you.
0: evening and sharing what's going on with you you know we're a, a group of guys we're all praying for you and um, I told Leslie I'm going to put on my calendar. The day you get, I don't know, is it sworn in, graduated, whatever, military, something, hmm. especially if it's in the winter, you know, if it's in San Diego <laughs> and I have to go, I'll be there. Yes.
1: So. Sounds good. Uh, heard, you know, and you are you guys are all the ones that I would still take a beer with. Oh. Yeah, we have
0: to do it virtually. Although the, uh, <clears throat> the kids want to, if we don't go to Dominican for a mission trip in March, they're talking about going to. Yeah, like, we can go to Florida. It's about a seventeen-hour drive, I think, to Destin area. No, no. which I don't know how far that is from you guys. You guys are down. You guys are down even farther yet.
1: We're pretty far south. Yeah, we're actually just uh, we're road west of Miami. So we're north are. a little, but west of Miami, yeah, northwest of Miami, not too far. So we're pretty far down. Wow. Well. So. Well, we had to go where it wasn't going to have you know too many days below sixty. It was kind of
0: you'll adapt to it quick though. That's yeah. (laughs) I heard you do. Well, take care, man. Reach out. We'll keep praying for you. Keep banging away at those studies and those papers. And I will keep praying for your health and your family. Oh, I'll be. I'll be fine as uh I told some told you guys in the group chat I'm I'm tougher than a Griswold turkey.
1: Yes, that's right. So
0: <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. So I'll be fine. All right. Good deal. Take care, my man. Yep, you too. This has been On Tap with Bill Clark. A special thank you to Jeff Eubanks who joined us from Southern Florida. Jeff and his family just moved there so he could continue his studies to be a pastor and a chaplain in the Navy. We pray that our conversation helps bring you joy in this journey of life. Cheers.